Hi everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a show dedicated to young believers pursuing the goal of healthy marriage and family. You know, we live in a world where getting married and starting a family is far too often postponed for longer than God designed and pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things. But the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As young believers, we have the choice to prioritize what matters most in our lives every day and to live face to face with God and others. Every Thursday and Sunday on this show, I'll be sharing research conducting interviews and reviewing articles on the importance of marriage and family for society. I'll also be releasing exclusive content such as spoken word poetry, allegorical short stories, and bonus episodes for subscribers. Friends, God did not set us up to live life alone. The truth of the matter is that every minute of your adult life that you wait to marry is a minute of your life that you're not spending with your life partner. While some might be content to live with the consequences of this arrangement, I would argue that those who wish to spend as much of their life as possible with their mate are perfectly within reason and soundness of value to do so. It is my deepest hope that this podcast inspires Generation Z to pursue marriage, become the best spouses and parents the world has ever seen, serve with furious intentionality, love well, and discover the joy of hanging the moon for another. To access my sources, subscribe to the show, or get your copy of my latest book, visit anchor.fm slash seth-hensley or check out the show notes of each episode. Hi guys, I just wanted to give you a quick disclaimer that the recording quality in this episode is not as high as normal because I recorded with the wrong microphone. I accidentally recorded with my webcam instead of my uh, podcast microphone, so the video, qual- the audio quality, sorry, is not going to be as good as normal. Wanted to give you a heads up about that. So sorry, that won't happen again, um, but I hope you guys enjoy anyway. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 133 of the Restoring Rapport podcast. We're super excited for the content we've got planned out for you guys today. As always, this is a podcast about keeping marriage and family as central goals for young believers and prioritizing relationship in a world of many distractions. And today we're going to be reviewing, you guessed it, another video by Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and I, I joke because we do so many of his uh, videos on the show. He's just a phenomenal, not only speaker, but he's been, done marriage counseling for years uh, everything he say is phrased in such a way that you've never heard it before, even if you have. Uh, if you know what I mean, if you don't know what I mean, you're gonna you're in for a real treat today. If you've never heard Jordan Peterson, um, you're one of the few people in, in on the earth who is uh, in that camp. But today we're gonna change that, and we're gonna give you another video video of his. And the reason I'm reacting to it is he's giving advice for newlyweds. Um, so I'm really excited to hear this, not only for you guys, but also get this for myself because as many of you know I'm I don't intend to uh, live you know into my late years of life uh, remaining unmarried I want to get married young and uh, as somebody who's not married yet newlywed advice is something that's great for me so I'm excited to get this not only for you guys and broadcast it to you guys but also for myself so without further ado though let's go ahead and jump right into it here we're gonna break this video into two parts Um, this is Good Friday the day that this is being recorded so I'm going out of town actually tomorrow to celebrate with family, celebrate Easter with family. It's about four hours away and we're driving the whole thing in one day. So it'll be an eight hour drive and I will not be able to record tomorrow. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna record today, split it into two episodes and then uh, that will be your your content for the week. So I'm recording this on Good Friday. Um, something that you can do next year, this, this episode won't air on Good Friday, but something that you can do next year perhaps if you'd like to is just uh, take a few moments to remember what Jesus has done for you today, because this was a day. This is the day that we remember um, His sacrifice. This is the day that we remember His crucifixion 
and his sacrifice for humanity. Uh, Easter is when we celebrate his resurrection. Uh, both, both very. Um, it's a very solemn time, but also a very joyful time for us because we. It is in the past, and we know that we serve a God who does not abandon His people, and that uh, is willing to endure things, a lot of things, the most painful human death we can devise. He's willing to endure so that He might be in restored relationship with His people. So, really excited um, for for this this Easter. But uh, just consider that, guys, as you listen to this. Um, Restored relationship, restored rapport is rapport. I should say is what this show is all about. So, uh, Good Friday is really the epitome of that. God restoring His relationship with His people and extending His hand in an invitation of open communion. So, wonder, wonderful time. I was actually born on Easter 24 years ago. I just recently had my 24th birthday on the 4th of April. So, now a year older and a year closer to getting married and. All those good things, but excited for everything coming my way, and just wanted to take that little caveat to tell you guys to uh, reflect on what has been done for you today. What's your biggest piece of advice for newlyweds? Don't stop dating. I mean, not other people. <laughs> <laughs> not other people. No, I'm, I'm very serious about that. Like, you know, when you're to use a phrase that like Mr. Burns would use from 1920, when you're courting someone, you're kind of on your best behavior, you know, hopefully, um, insofar as you're capable of manifesting your best behavior. And hopefully there's something shiny and attractive enough about you so that when you are in your best behavior, you're tolerable enough so someone just as desperate as you might dare to fall in love with you. And so you do that on a date and then it's real easy when you get married to think, well, you know, I did all the hard work already, and now we can just settle into. Mm. People say, settle down. Mm. Uh, just guys, something I'm already just noticing about this video, uh, right off the bat here, some some things you might not know about Jordan Peterson. This man has the equivalent of 39 doctorates. He's been in school his entire life. It really doesn't get much more educated uh, than this man. Um, there's not very many people I know who have that level of education and he's done marriage counseling for years and years and years as well as been married uh, himself for years so he's a wonderful authority on um, marriage advice as far as therapy goes I mean you couldn't do any better uh, but what, what shocks me here is that, that he would start off his advice in newlywed saying don't stop dating here and I just love that I, I just love everything he says but What's amazing to me is that you can find a therapist to say just about anything. In an upcoming video that I'm going to be reviewing, um, I'm afraid there, there's a video that I have picked out, and this guy's you know well-educated, he's been a therapist for years, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to disagree with a large percentage of what he says. And, my, and what's shocking is both of these people have, a seat, have achieved high levels of education. They have been experienced in the field of marriage and family therapy. They've counseled, counseled hundreds and hundreds of couples, and yet they're both saying very opposite things when it comes to their advice for not only newlyweds, but also people who have been married for years and years and years. And what I would imagine uh, another counselor would say here, instead of saying, don't stop dating, another counselor that I would disagree more with might say something like, uh, be sure uh, you've, done, you've, done, you've done a bunch of self-development before you enter a marriage. That would be what they highly emphasize. 
where they would say, be sure that marriage is actually something for you. Or be sure that um, you are, quote unquote, ready for marriage. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not getting into what I think why I would like that advice less, but that don't stop dating your spouse is something that's very rarely said by anybody, I find, today. And it really goes back to what you're wanting. Are you wanting, as a young, single individual who's thinking about your marriage in the future, are you wanting a marriage that simply doesn't result in divorce, or are you wanting a marriage that results in happiness for both parties? regardless of the amount of work you have to put in to get there. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that you can use the link in the show notes to send me a voice message with a comment or a question. That's the question you have to ask yourself. When I ask myself that question, I do not simply want a marriage that never ends in divorce. I know many marriages in my life who, sure, they're not divorced, but they aren't happy either. They are divorced, but they're, and they won't leave each other. And they'll, they'll live in the same house and they'll share meals. But by golly, they are not going to have a good time. And um, that's not what I want for myself, and that's not what I want for you. So it's important to ask yourself that question going in. Am I, am I in this just to not get a divorce? Or am I in this to have a joyful marriage, regardless of the amount of work that it takes to get there? And for me, you know, the latter is obviously the better choice there. We've got to be willing to put in the work to have a marriage that results in happiness for both parties. And it's what Jordan Peterson would say, the best perfect date, repeating endlessly. And I think it's just wonderful advice to consider going into your newlywed life. Um, you know, as somebody who's going to be there soon myself, this is this is wonderful, a wonderful advice for me. I react really positively to this. This is great. Love it. Just, that's a dismal view of marriage. We're going to settle down. It's like, you know, how mm. about strive up? That'd be better. And so... <laughs> You know, the closest that people get to beauty and romance in their life likely is when they're dating, however distant they still stay from it. And that's why romance movies are so attractive, you know, because they show people who are peacocking around, let's say, at their best trying to attract each other. And there's something very attractive about that. And there's something romantic about that dream. And it's easy to think that once you've hooked and snared someone, you know, landed them like you might land a fish, that you can just sit on them and they're yours, trapped in your net, and, you know, you can settle down or expand outward or whatever it is that you might be inclined to do. But I would say you don't want to fall prey to that temptation. And another thing I love about this is it is anti-passivity. It is anti-passivity. It is promoting effort in a newlywed's marriage which is something that I want to have in mind. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely want to have that in my, my future marriage. Um, he's saying, basically, there's a temptation post-dating phase to simply sit on the treasure that you've won and think that it's yours regardless of what you do and to think that everything's going to be fine because now you've overcome the main battle. Well, sure, the treasure's won. That might be yours. But there's a lot more that you can do. There's a lot more that you can do. It requires maintenance. It requires upkeep. It requires effort, right? If you want to live a healthy marriage, if you want to be in a marriage that doesn't simply not end a divorce, end in divorce, but but actually produces happiness on the side of both parties, then that's going to take effort. And what I think he's going to go into here is that he's going to say, 
you know, with his striving up concept instead of settling down. I think he's going to say that you need to be do you need to be putting in whatever work is necessary in order to continually date your spouse. And what he means by date there is exactly what he said that putting your best foot forward, putting your best foot forward and bringing the absolute best you have to the table, even though the treasure is already won. And I think that's a beautiful concept because that shows effort. And effort is what makes healthy relationships, guys. It really is. Every every relationship in life that has, um, you know, any element of health is the result of a lot of effort on both parties. Uh, and that's what makes something valuable. Effort, sweat, blood, tears, that's what makes something valuable. When you put work into something, when you put effort into something, that's what makes it valuable. So I love that he's saying that doesn't stop post-marriage. You should continually be putting your best foot forward and be dating, quote-unquote, your spouse even after you get married. I love that. You want to see if you can determine how to not only maintain that commitment to beauty and romance in your life, but to become expert at that. And now you have someone to practice that with, you know, and and you could get really good at it. And, you know, if you get really good at it, there it's kind of a miraculous thing to get good at that because what you find is that if you... If you pay careful attention to romance, you remember who you marry. You know, you fall in love with someone, if you're fortunate, you marry them. And when you fall in love with someone, you fall in love with their hidden best. That's a good way of thinking mm -hmm. about it. And they fall in love with your hidden best. And maybe because you're so careful around each other, you sort of let that reveal itself. You know, you're, you're letting the light that you would otherwise have hidden under a bushel shine forth a bit. Hi guys, I want to take a quick break and tell you about an opportunity that you guys have as listeners to become subscribers of this podcast. Now in order to become a sub, all you have to do is follow the subscribe link in the show notes found in the description of each episode. And when you subscribe, you'll get access to exclusive material including additional interviews, all of my spoken word poetry pieces, all of my dramatized allegorical short stories, and even more of my article readings, okay? So lots of content will be available to you that won't be available to anyone else. Subscribing to the show only costs $5 a month, which is less than most people spend on their lunch at work every day, okay? So you won't even notice it disappearing from your bank account. If you enjoy listening to the show and you're looking for an opportunity to financially support the content you care about, this is your chance, okay? Follow the link in the show notes to become a sub. Thank you so much for choosing this show to listen to and now without further ado let's get back to the episode and then you know you close it back up because you're stupid and sinful and careless and irresponsible and all of that but still you can see that other you can see what's there in that other person just like when you have a child mm. you know you fall in love with that child and you can see you see their eternal essence that's really what happens when you have a child and then that's you know put into your care which is a real miracle that's for sure and then you can learn how to maintain a relationship with that. And then you can remember who you were with. You know, guys, something that somebody said to me a long time ago, and this is somebody that I deeply respect and admire, um, is they said, what, what's the mission? What do you want the mission of your marriage to be, your future marriage, Seth? What do you want the mission to be? And I responded that I wanted the mission or the vision of my future marriage to be learning how someone works and getting closer to them every day and uh, the reaction that I got was that's not a vision for a marriage the reaction I got was that's not a vision for a marriage they were looking for something you know like something that you want to do together like 
start a business, adopt a child, um, you know, launch an industrial whatever, you know, do all the travel, do all these things. That's what they were looking for. What do you want to do with your partner? But when I I think of marriage, I, I think of what he just described. Figuring out how, first of all, falling in love with the hidden gold in someone or the hidden brilliance or the hidden whatever you call it, that hidden amazingness um, in someone. And then, as he said, if you're fortunate enough, you marry that person. Then your goal becomes figuring out how to best maintain and create and promote romance in the relationship. Because I think his definition of a healthy marriage, um, Jordan Peterson's, being a date that repeats endlessly, the perfect date that repeats endlessly, is a good definition of a marriage. But it's something that takes a lot of work. And it's a goal worth striving for because you don't get a life experience that's much better than that. You know, and I think that's I think that's designed that way for a reason. I think God designed that as the peak human experience because it's what we're all called to do. Uh, or at least the vast majority of us. 99, 99.9% of us, as we've said a million times on the show, are called to get married. Um, and because of that, it's going to be a peak human experience. But it's going to take work, right? It's going to take work. Things that take things that are worth it, guys, always take work, um, and that's something that I'm seeing come up a lot in his theme here. You know, people for, ask for marriage advice and tips and tricks. I'm sure from this brilliant man a lot, and I'm sure he has a degree of frustration because in the end, it's really simple. It's how much work you're willing to put into something is what you're going to get out of it. And of course, there are things and potholes that you want to avoid, and he's done a really good job you know, get, pointing those out to people, but I do like his concept here that he's driving at. It's, it's it's being willing to do the work to have a romantic connection with somebody. That is a, that is a totally um, fulfilling way to, to work on a marriage. That is a t- totally satisfactory vision for a marriage, is simply learning how to maintain a romantic connection with somebody, learning how to be close to them, very close to them, um, and to live in harmony with one another is is a beautiful thing. That can't be undervalued. That's not a second-rate calling. That's not a second-rate vision for your marriage. That's a wonderful vision for your marriage. And I would say that there is no, uh, there, there should be no shame for that. And there should be no really, there should really, there doesn't, I don't think there even should be something that takes precedence over that. There should be no uh, superior vision that you have for your marriage beyond um, growing closer to God and your spouse in a relationship and learning how to do that. That's the real goal, I think, in a marriage. And and again, growing closer uh, romantically, growing closer with your spouse connection-wise, making sure that intimacy is not thwarted by fear or by any problem. And, and it's like the Song of Songs say, Um, catching the foxes that are disrupting the vineyard. It's like getting rid of those tiny little problems so that your connection with your spouse can flourish. That's the key to a healthy romantic life. So, And that in itself is a healthy vision for your marriage. So when people ask you, what's the vision for your marriage? When they've asked me that in the past, what's the vision for your marriage? What do you want to do with this? Where's this going? And I would say, I would answer to grow closer to my spouse every day often that was not received as a good vision. And what I would what I would like to leave with you guys today is just the fact that that is a good goal for your marriage. 
as this brilliant man is saying. If you would like a marriage that does not simply avoid divorce, but that it that produces happiness for both parties, then you need to be working towards the goal of making a marriage that is an endlessly repeating perfect date. And how you do that is you catch the foxes. You weed out the problems that are getting in the way of connection. You weed out anything that is standing between you and a closer relationship with your partner and God. That is what I would say a healthy vision for your marriage is. Um, and I just let, and hear this, all this information is just coming from this, uh, by, to my understanding, I don't think he's a believer, but I mean, just wonderful advice. So anything this, anything Jordan Peterson says, most of the time I just, um, just love so far. Everything that I've watched is just amazing and I love coming back for more, but next time we do a review for you guys, it'll probably be a little bit more um, meaty in the sense of there'll be a little bit more conflict perhaps between my worldview and the, the therapist. And my point is a lot of times when I do that, that review, I'll probably get people saying, well, you're, you're not, you don't have a degree in marriage and family therapy. You don't, you're not married. You shouldn't be expressing an opinion on that. And uh, to that, I would say, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm simply trying to talk to young believers who are pursuing the goal of marriage and family and tell them what I wish I had avoided in my past. Right, and if that's not you, I don't encourage you to watch this show. I'm not trying to be a marriage therapist, and this is not marriage therapy. This show is not marriage therapy. You can't go to marriage therapy from somebody who's not married. This show is for young believers who want to get married and who want to get married and have a healthy marriage. Right? That's who this show is for, and they're for people younger than me. They're for people who are in my season, not people who are already married and have kids and stuff like that. I'm not talking to you if you're in that season. So, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, though. Uh, if you have, reach out and let us know what you thought through the link in the show notes. You can send us a personalized audio voice message in the drop-down menu. Just click that button, record it in your own voice, tell, send us a thank you, a comment, a best wish, anything at all. We love to hear those. It makes us feel super connected to our audience. You can also follow the Restoring Report podcast on Facebook and Instagram if you're interested in the content we post is there, there as well. Thank you guys so much for listening today, and we will talk to you next time.